That's another good movie, Holy Man with Eddie Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC, here with these three nerds, because, you know, math is hard. Man on the ones and twos pointing at me this morning uh, with the... What, what shirt is that? Looks like a brewer shirt. It is. It's an, like an old school brewer's. Hells yeah. Excellent. Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, that is a Tom M. Norman playing Aaron on this morning. How are you I doing? Wear, I wear pants. You wear pants for the I stream? I wear pants. I wear shorts, typically. It can't all be winners. No, that <laughs> voice you hear is one Ryan Crixus Kukta in the Green Bay oh, Packers so. gear this morning. Yeah, representing from Florida today. Yeah. So That's right. See how that goes. I was going to say your surroundings look slightly different. Yeah, I mean, I tried to be on the patio, but this morning when I was trying to do setup, it was like 54 degrees. I'm like, in Florida? No, no thanks. Yeah. Well, this morning, it'll it'll be in the 70s, but... It's 46 here right now, so... Bad hair. <laughs> and that last man, sitting in the Lazy Dragon Tavern, is the legend, the lore master, the Lazy Dragon himself, the limerick writer, writer, maker, Jeff Doc Williams. <laughs> You'll have to let me know if uh, everything's getting a little choppy for me over here, so let me know if I sound funny. The Cold Shower King. I forgot to add that one. <laughs> yeah, you always yeah. sound funny. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, water heaters suck. So. So? Uh, do, you have a, do, do you have a recap, Jeff? I, I do uh -huh. have a recap. And let me pull this up too. Uh, all right. Uh, started off with uh, Doc going crazy, attacking his friends, um, and then doing their best to stop him. Uh, it involved two, at least two tackles and one missed tackle, uh, three hold persons that failed, a set of manacles that he busted out of, and finally was taken down by a thunder wave. Uh, so, and then locked in a room where the uh, effects wore off. Uh, after that, the, the crew decided to do the test of isolation, where they were stuck guarding an empty camp for a number of days. Um, after some uh, special cookies and and uh, figuring out that they had a supply of wine and honey. Um, Doc disappeared, and then after a few more days, Valine disappeared, and after Aranon disappeared, then the tribe returned. That was the camp that we were guarding, and uh, Crixus greeted them, and for some reason they had everyone in tow, except Doc seemed to be missing, but Ellie was along. Um, which was actually Doc in disguise, and he was playing tricks based on his new curse. Um, so both Doc and Aranon got new curses, but Doc's old curse with the axe was taken care of, thankfully, due to, uh, Crixus's clerical abilities. Um, uh, note, note, those are, those are forms of madness, not necessarily curses. Ah, okay. <clears throat> um, and ending the episode, starting the test of endurance, the fourth and hopefully final test where there was a camp full of barbarians packing up, and when they saw us and our oral snowflakes, sims floating above our heads, they said, be gone. They're not happy to see us. Yep. So, 
He calls out to you guys, We shall not lie down and die for your pleasure, emissaries of Aural. Be gone! So, here's your limerick for the week. Uh, Tending to Aranon's hallucinations and curing Doc's axe situation. When it comes to survival, Crixus has no true rival, thus winning the test of isolation. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, you're seeing this camp packing up and the the supposed leader of this camp has yelled for you guys to be gone emissaries of oral you all have the snowflakes above your head as you always have what would you like to do uh well the, so were they looking menacing like were they looking like they're ready to they don't look like the, the most of the camp is just ready to is packing up, packing up to move. So, um, I'm gonna throw my hands up in the air and say, "We come in peace. We are looking for adventure." The uh, the guy that yelled at you initially approaches you uh, rather quickly. Um, he says, "We do not want any trouble." Nor do Either we. you help or you leave. We shall help. What are we helping? We're following the elk tribe. <clears throat> the elk. Um, we are the elk tribe. We're following the reindeer herd north. We must pack quickly. And move. Following them. All right. Let's help. Let's do this. Okay, so you guys start lending a hand. Some of the um, tribe members are kind of tentative, seeing the snowflake above your head at first, but when they realize you're helping um, pack up and get expedite their travel, uh, they are very... Um, they warm up to you rather quickly. Um, everything gets packed up, and you guys start on a journey the snow and the wind is blowing uh, it never really cleared from uh, from your uh, initial transportation that the snow and the wind blows uh, they pack up dog sleds they find room for you guys on each on some of the dog sleds um, and you start uh, moving along with the tribe the first eight hours are about what you would expect. It's the typical windy, blowy storm. Your clothing, your cold weather clothing is holding out. Um, as you get near hour seven, the the snow and stuff is kind of crusted on your gloves and the heat of your body is warming up the inside and there, there's a constant dampness to your gloves and the rest of your body as you start to chill and the wind is not helping it seems to be finding its way into the nooks and crannies of your cold weather gear biting at the back of your neck and at your waist um, around your boots your ankles and your wrists I need you all as you go through our nine of the travel yes Crixus uh, <clears throat> just to remember Crixus has the ring of warmth so he is likely to be comfortable, unless it's this is some sort of magical really? event. 
Yeah, it it doesn't seem to be working. You're, it, and that's shocking to you because you've kind of relied on this for a while. Yep. And it, okay. It, um. Let's see. What else do you guys have that would be? Is there anything else that you guys have that is magical that you rely on regularly? For just passively, like for eyesight or anything? Your magical, basically, as you go through any of any items you have that have magical properties, seem to have stopped working. When, when during the course of this day, you realize this pretty early on with the ring of warmth. There has just been a comfort with that ring of warmth. You realize that that wasn't going early on in this trip. Um, at at hour nine, it really starts to become a a hindrance to you guys and I need you to make constitution saving throws as the wind picks up oh natty one for three four for five sorry guys I'm out <laughs> Nin- 19 <laughs> um, doc you pass Crixus and Aranon you take a level of exhaustion as this trip is starting to wear on you so in your conditions block, if you conditions, you go down to the bottom, there's exhaustion. You can add one level. Thankfully, you are on a um, on a um, dog sled, so the um, level does not. Oh come on, that's the half movement. I believe is the level one. Um, I think the first. Or no, one that's the down. disadvantage. That's disadvantage yep. on ability checks. Level yep. two is half movement. Um, the the wind picks up at one point. You do hear like winter lightning, thunder in the distance. You hear thunder in the distance, not lightning. <laughs> but you see the sky light up in places. Um, with the appropriate amount of cookie, maybe you can hear light. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Doc would test the, um, he, he would want to make it, because he thinks everything's funny, um, he would want to make it look like he's warmer, so he would try to use the, the, the hat of disguise to make it look like he has more layers on. Um, and, no, nothing and nothing happens. So Doc would recognize that. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. Uh, and as the 10th hour goes by and the, the wind has shifted into a headwind, blasting straight at your face um and you head down just the snow ripping at your nose and at the clothes your scarves and stuff whipping behind your neck kind of pulling on your neck a little bit I need another constitution saving throw a Crixus get it together 11 11 16. Doc, you pass it again. Crixus and Aranon. Take another level of exhaustion. Damn it. Now you're at half movement speed. Or, half movement speed. The snow is not letting up. In fact, it almost seems like it's getting worse as you are now heading uphill and the snow is blowing over the top of this drift down directly at you, carrying the snow right with it. Uh, at times, it's so frozen the the pack be- beneath you is so frozen that the the dog sleds are like tipping to the side, and you got to hang on tight to to keep yourself on there. And it's 
starting to take a toll on your shoulders and your your arms and your legs as you try and balance through things. Um, I need another constitution saving throw as you finish your 11th hour. So glad I have a plus 7 on this. 14? I hope that's good enough because I also got a 14. Crixus, you take another level of exhaustion as you move on. Doc and Aaron on. <clears throat> I'm leveling on. out. I'm getting better as the time goes on. It's a marathon, not a race. Or it's a marathon, not a sprint. The dogs start heading down the hill uh, on the back side of it, and there's a point where one of the sleds peels out, and um, you kind of push everyone off the trail, and you have to get a dog sled righted uh, heading down the hill. It's clearly the storm is weighing on them as well. Um, after getting everything righted and going again, you're still into a headwind heading straight across the plane. You can't see much more than 60 feet in front of you. Um, it's growing very tiresome, especially you, Crixus. You're, you're really feeling the storm as it, it is still pelting you with everything it can. At the end of the 12th hour, I need you to make another constitution saving throw. I'll tell you, reindeer cannot be this delicious that this is worth it. <laughs> how's uh, how's Valine looking? The, this is the test of endurance. Oh yeah, Valine. I forgot about uh, Valine. Let's, um, let's give her some rolls. 21 for me. Steadily going down to 11. Whoopity whoop. Hold your Since I'm rolling, I'm rolling up yeah. leans quick. Excuse me. Rolling at disadvantage is not advantageous. No, no. Once you got that first level, it's difficult. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the third level is disadvantage on saving throws, which is where I'm at. Yeah. So she she's got one level of exhaustion right now. She is she is seems to be weathering it fairly well. And I rolled a three, so that's another level. That's another reach. level. That's your fourth level. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your hit point maximum is halved. Uh, someone yells out, "How much longer is this trip gonna be?" And um. The leader is like, when we get there, when the herd stops, we'll stop. Um, there's some frustration. You notice some of the people in the tribe themselves are starting to get very exhausted. Uh, a, a, one of the children fell off a sled earlier, and they picked him up and set him in the sled and actually kind of bound him to the sled so he wouldn't fall off again. With saran wrap? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they don't know what Saran Rep is. I'm sure it was with some rope, but they don't have a gun either. My pre-show, See, pre-show if you're wondering what that conversation's about. <laughs> yep. Um, you move on, and it, you, your mind is starting to one wonder the same thing for sure. You Crixus, for sure. You gotta you gotta be thinking to yourself, this has got to be over soon. Uh, at the end of the thirteenth hour, I need another Constitution saving throw. Bad. Can I actually cast Bless? If Crixus tries it, does anything happen? 
No, you try it, nothing happens. It's almost as if magic does not exist here, or is being prevented. There we go. 23. Uh, Aranon, you take another point of exhaustion. So you're at two or three? I just got three. You're at three. Karxus, you get to your fifth level of exhaustion? Speed is reduced to zero. It's a good thing you're sitting on a... And, and this is... this Crixus, you actually fall off your sled at this point, and they give you a similar treatment to this child. Um, yeah, your body just seems to have given up. You're conscious, but you are you are almost paralyzed. It, it almost seems like you you can't move your body very well, and you can't function properly. You just want your warmth back. Used to that ring of warmth. Yeah. and that Lost that, all hardiness. That is really weighing on your mind right now, and you start questioning whether or not you're going to live through this. You're at that point, like, you know your body's shutting down around you, and that that mindset of, God, if magic can't save me and the ring can't save me, will I live? Will I get beyond what we... <laughs> will I survive this trip? Um, I need the rest of you to make the last... Constitution saving throw from the 14th hour. Actually, all of you. Crixus, you, you as well. I can be good Last at this. Last Constitution saving throw. 30, I am 20. Not good at this. Five. Alright, you take your la uh, you take another uh, point of. E fail, Crixus. <laughs> it was close. It was close. Those are good rolls to get you at 14 at <laughs> that point. Um. Aranon, you would also take a point of exhaustion, you and Crixus. But you pull up alongside a, uh, a wood line, and in the woods you can see the deer, um, the, the reindeer that you were chasing in the wood line, resting. So, having found a quote-unquote shelter to break the wind. So, um, I mean, the sixth level of exhaustion is death. The sixth Back. level of exhaustion is death? Yeah. Fact. <clears throat> Crixus, your mind passes. Crixus kind of slumps forward, and there's no recognition from him in that moment. Doc and Aranon. I... Uh, I'm at level four, so what does that mean for me? I am. Um... So you have disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws. Your speed is halved, and your hit point max is halved. <clears throat> so I would you see uh, my screen. There's a ridiculous little man with two X's on his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I would crawl over to Crixus, give him the old slappy slap in the face, and say, "Come." The adventure's only beginning. I truly evil DM would make those <laughs> critical hits. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> failed death saving throws. And my hit points maximum is halved. Yeah. <laughs> Don't die! You, you, you smack him up, and he doesn't seem to respond at all. His body just lays there. It seems to be getting cold. Um, I have a potion of healing. Would I think that that the combination of he's not breathing and uh, the magic doesn't seem to be functioning well. I don't know if I'd even try it. 
but... Well, would you? Are potions of healing considered magic? I mean, quite honestly, quite honestly, Doc, I think you would find this absolutely hilarious that he froze to death. I mean, this is a very serious situation. I suppose. Then the more serious, the funnier. <laughs> and the more you serious, find it. the funnier you find it. So I mean, like. Okay. So well, yeah. Then I, I suppose, uh, ignoring the pragmatism of keeping potions of healing, I think it would be funny to shove the potion of healing in his mouth. So okay. I think I would do it. You shove the potion of healing in his mouth while you guys are working with um, investigating Crixus and stuff. The the um, other members of the tribe have very quickly set up camp, set up a fire. Um, they're putting tents up and stuff. And as as a side the, note, it, as a side yeah. note, and this is completely whatever. Uh, genius. I think if you were going to think it was really funny, you would flip him over onto his stomach and make him butt chug it. Thinking it would get into his system faster. Mm. Dude, yeah, dude. I, I don't think Kirk's, I don't think Doc would think <laughs> not. That. Not for the first time, I find myself questioning the anatomy of Dragonborn. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's not a. Uh, or not? He you know he's a tiefling. tiefling. He's yeah. a tiefling. tiefling. I keep thinking. But of I'll Dragonborn say this. For some reason. I'll. I'll say this, um, it really would, if I come away with this with frostbite on my ass, I'm coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> so you pour the potion in the mouth, laughing the whole time, going, ah, I'll, I'll just save him, <laughs> it's fine, this is great. It's um, a good party trick. Yeah. And as the camp sets up and the fires start going, um, Aaron, at, at one point you glance up from him, trying to fear of losing your friend mildly annoyed that Doc is just not taking this seriously at all you kind of look up to the camp to see if anyone is willing to help and realize that the camp is set up pretty well and in that moment you place your hand on Crixus and he just kind of like you know like Marvel snaps like kind of into snowflakes away and then you kind of look at your own hand and you same thing you into snowflakes away and and you turn and look at doc as you kind of disappear mr stark i don't feel so good <laughs> exactly you beat me to it <laughs> thank you <laughs> take inspiration if you don't have it and then doc you you roll away to at the same thing and you guys all appear in room g 17 on the map crixus well, coughing am i laying there with is there a potion of healing in my ass, or what's happening? No, it's in your mouth. The bottle's in your mouth. You wake up with this bottle in your mouth. Uh, Doc, go ahead and roll the uh, potion of healing. Uh, okay. Oh, I deleted it already. Uh, I missed, It was a regular one, so I think that's 2d... 2d4 plus 4. 4 plus 4. Or plus 2. Right? Two, uh, yeah, two 2d4 plus 2. Yes, 2d4 plus 2. Well, that seems pretty good, so nine. Nine. Alright, so you get nine hit points back. Crixus. So my what is my level of exhaustion now? Extreme, you're five. Six is dead, so you're at five. Got it. Cause someone cause someone saved you, but you guys are frozen and cold and exhausted and laying on the floor in here. Everything about these tests, when you've gone, they haven't been dreams. They've been very, very real events in very, very real places to you. 
and you feel the effects of them when you come back. So what would you um, do? You are laying on the floor. With the, with the levels of exhaustion, I feel like, and how cold we are, I think we're going to try to get whatever we can and start a fire. Yeah, we need a long rest. There's a, um, there's a walrus in the other room. Luke Skywalker and shove Grixis inside. Hmm. That's not a bad idea, actually. Uh, now you're... Is, is magic working, then? Yep. Now? Things, things okay. seem to be moving back. So at, at least at least the Ring of Warmth is doing something. Yep. It's starting to warm up. <clears throat> um, I'm still real tired. Mm -hmm. You guys are all very, very tired. Where is... Let me find. She's oh, don't don't scroll that scroll this, please. No, I, don't. I don't have anything. Oh. I mean, other than a torch that burns, so That's we're gonna have to find some something to burn. I mean, kind of a joke, but I could burn my cold weather clothing. <laughs> Doc would think that's hilarious. <laughs> Doc actually thinks this whole thing is actually pretty damn funny still. Um, the lean. <clears throat> so, um, Doc, with nothing else to do and just thinking it's funny, is going to use his hat of disguise to make his face look like Crixus's face to show him how pale and white he is right now. Hmm. Valene says, just wait, wait right here. And uh, she starts casting a spell. Um, as you stay in this room, it takes her about a minute to cast it. She's chanting some stuff and adding... Um, there's some hand motions. And uh, she has... Oh, hang on a minute, where is it? She's using something. Um, she's got this a small little crystal bead that she's using, and she's kind of and it almost looks like sleight of hand magic as she's making it disappear and movements around it. It shows up in different spots as she's casting this. She's focusing, and suddenly there is a bubble um, that expands from her in a ten foot radius, and it becomes very warm. Mm. Um. Sounds nice. I would go uh, and she, cuddle up next to Crixus. She casts Liaman's tiny hut. It is temperature yeah. controlled. It is a dome. Um, she has chosen the four of you. You can move freely outside of it if you like. Nothing can come in. Um, and she explains this all to you. Uh, spells and other magical effects can't extend through it. And the atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry regardless of the weather outside. Um, until the spell ends she can change the brightness of the interior of it the dome is opaque from the outside of any color she chooses she made it white to kind of match the room and stuff but you are safe and hidden and warm for the next eight hours we're not in any danger of the walrus sliding through <laughs> and, and bowling nope, pinning it us? would bump up against it and it would hold the magic would hold it back nothing can come through that she doesn't want to come through alright and she delightful. said just the four of you. That does sound delightful, so, to be honest. 
Well, since Crixus' speed is zero and I don't feel like pushing him around, well, actually I kind of do, but I'll uh, I'll drag him into the tent, but kind of give him like that when you uh, like put someone in a blanket and kind of swing him around. I'll kind of do that with his feet and swing him into it while he's rotating. A sheet cast it around you guys. The room that you're in is much bigger than this dome. So it, she kind of cast it and it went and pushed out beyond you guys. So you're all awesome. hanging out in this room. Cool. Nice and toasty warm. Crixus is going to sleep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to test one cork before we go to sleep. Okie dokie. I should have known I needed my cork chart up. <laughs> I'm playing with Jeff. If I give him a toy, he's got to play with it. <laughs> Crixus, pick a color. Don't forget to soak the cork. You got dark green, light green, light blue, white, cork, colored, amber, and orange. What do you want, Crixus? Pick one. Or amber. Amber? Pull the cork on that and beer. Just ale mm. flows out of there freely. It's just a golden... Dark golden lager. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Probably not good for uh, the cold or the healing, but good for sleeping. Mm -hmm. So I'll uh, pass around if anybody wants some. Yeah. So I'll have some beer, some brews. And then, I would 100% um, take a couple large chugs of that. Oh, for sure. And when we get to the point where everybody's ready to, like, fall asleep from it, and if there's any left, Doc will go over in the corner and stand sideways and pour it so it looks like he's peeing, but it's the jug. And laughing the whole time. Yep. That's yep. a Doc thing or that's a Jeff thing? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you take. go ahead and take a long rest. Um, a long rest cures one level of exhaustion. So that puts yeah. you at three then, Aaron, and Crixus at four? Correct. Yeah. Did Valene have more than one? No, nope, she had the one. So she is fine now. Are she you looks fine, at Doc? You guys. How many did you have, Doc? I had just the one. I rolled really well, except for the third one. She looks at you guys and, and can clearly tell you're not in your, um, not in your prime shape. Um, I'm wondering if she has anything. Can um... she? She looks at Doc at one point and says, "Don't worry. If they die, I can I can use their bodies. We'll bring them back up. They can fight for us still." Like your kobolds. Uh, kind of, yeah. She had a couple of undead kobolds when we yeah. met her. A little bit like that. Um, Valine, so you keep that magic off me. Crixus, <laughs> uh, do you have... Um, I don't know if you do. Because you'd be able to speed this up with spell slots if you had a restoration of some kind. Greater restoration is still above us. Oh, it's greater? Yeah, I think it's ninth level. Would a potion of healing get rid of a level of exhaustion? 
No. Okay. Um. Oh, what did I do here? Yeah, it's. Uh, Crixus, I'm actually gonna say because this was cold induced and you have the ring of warmth, it takes two levels away from you. Alright, that's reasonable. That makes sense to me. Now what I'll about cookies? Would a cookie get rid of a level <laughs> of exhaustion? Depends on how well you, you roll. May, you <laughs> may, yeah. You may put yourself back, <laughs> possibly. Um, or in the absolute worst cases, think you have more, but you're actually fine. Who knows? Um, all right. While they're uh, convalescing, I think Doc would probably wander over to the door we haven't done yet and just kind of like inspect it. But knowing that he's probably not going further than than the doorway. So you're so going to go walk to G20? G20, yeah, and just see what's there. Because um, he's bored and it's not funny sitting and watching these, these bums. Let's see. You go to G20 and it's... Uh, there's a door set in the far wall and flanking the door are two um, bass reliefs of male frost giants. Uh, they've been completely defaced. Like, their faces have been completely chipped away so that you can't see them at all. And there are new, newer carvings above the door of these glowering heads. One of a owl, one of a wolf, and one of a goat just sitting over the arc of the door just glowering down at you. Sounds like a bad out joke. Of ice. <laughs> An owl, a wolf, and a goat walk into a bar. Mm -hmm. The horse says, why the long face? Oh. I, know, I made that up. I was going to say, the owl, no, the wolf, and the goat walk into the bar and are permanently affixed to the wall. I don't know. Oh. No. It just didn't work for me. Do you enter okay. that room? Do you push on the uh, door? I, I guess you just kind of push on the door and see if it's one of the like really hard to get through doors or if it's an easier <laughs> door. Make a strength check. I suppose I can get rid of the uh, wind sound effects, huh? 21. You push the door open like it's nothing. You just push it open. Um, All right. It, this reveals a, a, a second room. I will not cross the threshold, but I will look in. Okay. So you kind of you look in, and it is a... Um, the, it's in the room... Um, oh, I'm trying to make sense of this. This doesn't make sense how I'm reading this. I like the music transition, though. That was solid. Yeah. So she don't transition to the one that we had two weeks ago. That was too creepy for. Oh, that's for coming an entire up next session. Week. Don't worry about it. <sighs> um. There's a voice that you hear that comes from the other room and says, The way is shut to all but those who pass the tests of cruelty, endurance, isolation, and preservation. I'm sorry, this that voice would ring out in G20. Okay. This is confusing the way this is written. 
<laughs> I would go and join Doc because I'm my goal is to be the best adventurer, so I'm going to go adventure. Voline looks at you, Crixus, and says, Do you wanna go with them? I can help you. I know you're gonna walk rather slowly right now and you don't look the best. I'm pretty sure I'm Crixus slow too. Will, Crixus will amble with Voline. Okay. So you guys end up over there. Um and you hear let me back this up, Doc. You didn't push a door open. I gotta sure. I'm sorry, because uh, the way it's written is goofy. It doesn't account for all the rooms. Because it says you enter a room, but it's still the big room. G20, mm-hmm. technically. At, at G20 is where that voice rings out. You guys walk up to Doc just as you're hearing this voice that said, This way is shut to all those who pass is shut to all but those who pass the tests of cruelty, endurance, isolation, and preservation. And the door on its own swings open. Oh, we did something right. Mm. You guys want to move forward at exhaustion levels? I mean, how... How else do we get rid of exhaustion other than sitting around Sleeping for again? the next yeah. 16, 24 hours? Correct. Well, it would take two levels off of... How many... You need 24 hours? You have three levels right now, Aaron? I believe that is correct. And Crixus has three levels. Hmm. But, so I mean, need... if I get down to one, I'm fine. It's just... Yeah, I was going to say, you guys could... Well, if you over 16 hours, if you just gave, if you took the ring and gave it to him after the first one, theoretically, yeah, that would only hours. be, yeah. Ring is special to Crixus, and he probably would be <laughs> wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, yeah, that was, very, very true. Give it I to mean, the thief half, willingly. Half speed and disadvantage on ability check sucks, but disadvantage on saving throws and attack rolls, that's that it would be nice to clear that one off. So maybe can she can she set up the tent here? Yeah, she'll set up another one if you ask her. Yeah, we can rest before going on. I was wondering why we went out in the first place. So she sets up the bubble again. Because <laughs> I think it's funny. And uh, you end up resting for another eight hours to clear the third level of exhaustion. Uh, Crixus, you clear your second and third level. So you have two levels of exhaustion, Aranon, and Crixus has one level of exhaustion left after 16 hours. Um, Doc's going to be too bored to do that. He's going to go play with the walrus for a while or maybe uh, converse with Nass for a while about this. I think he's getting to the point where he's spent enough time with the voice in his head that he's trusting that she's right. Hmm. So we'll see how this goes. We'll see how it plays out. Um, as you get a couple of things, um, you become really good friends with the walrus. Um, he, even with at one point you're riding on his back as he's pushing you guys <laughs> pushing around from side to side. And at some point from inside the hut, you guys hear both the walrus and doc go, Wee! <laughs> as they go sailing across the ice at one point. Um, that seems accurate. Are trying, trying to aim him down that hallway to run into the dome? Yeah, yeah, and you do. You do a couple of times, and there's a boom, 
outside. In fact, there's one time where there's a thump and Doc comes flying in and lands in amongst the dome because he's allowed in. <laughs> and he kind of gets up and brushes himself off and goes back out there, <laughs> out to riding. Um, after playing around with the walrus for a while, you do have a conversation with Nass, and uh, Nass actually mentions that we, she believes you're getting very close. Um, th that the codicil will... Um, is is nearby um and that will be that'd be very good if we can if you can acquire that um don't let valine have it if you see it grab it she's just very determined to make sure that you are the first person to have it she said hide it away keep it from her until you get what you need what you are looking for and what you are trying to do. Otherwise, she's going to manipulate you guys to her own needs. Who's got the crystal ball? Um, Doc took it. Doc does. Doc has it in the bag. Crixus, <laughs> uh, in your recovery time, you have a small conversation with the uh, gentleman in your head. Um, and, he, and he mentions, he goes, you know, um... I just need to find one more unique, unique flower for my work. Let me know, Janth, if you see anything of interest. I, I will. I, I haven't. There's so much snow and ice, it's hard to see anything around here. Not much alive. No, not much at all. Maybe, maybe we can find something that thrives in this environment. Aaron, is there anything specific you're doing during this long rest? I would just be studying my <clears throat> how-to book. My, my Monk, Monk, for, Monk dummies. for Dummies. Alright, so after the eight hours, uh, Doc playing around and stuff. and um, You guys resting, clearing those levels of exhaustion. Uh, the, the bubble goes away. And... Uh, you're left with this door that's slightly ajar. The door was ajar the whole time. Mm. Full of jam. Full of jam. Door jam. Mm -hmm. Yum. Alright. What would you I like would, to do? I would forge on ahead. I would go right in. Push open the door. Arranged in this room, there are um, three huge tablets of ice, about 10 feet tall, 7 feet wide, and a foot thick. They sit in upright stands that are also carved out of the ice. Um, there is script that has been chiseled into each, of these, each surface of the three different tablets, and there's another door that stands in the middle of the far wall. Um, on these four tablets... Uh, are the tenants of oral written in common and you read them and first it says cruelty compassion makes you vulnerable let cruelty be the knife that keeps your enemies at bay endurance exist as long as you can by whatever means you can only by enduring can you outlast your enemies 
isolation. In solitude, you can understand and harness your full potential. Depending on others makes you weak. Preservation. Every flake of snow is unique. Or preservation, sorry. Every flake of snow is unique. And that which is unique must be preserved. Words to live by. Doc, it all seems kind of funny to you. Mm -hmm. This is the ravings of madness is what this is. Doc's reading through it a second time and changing some words to nonsense or change the the, uh, context of the stuff. Compassion makes you incorrigible. (laughs) Like, Cruelty be the fork that keeps your enemies on your plate. (laughs) Stuff like that. Yep. Exit as long as you can, by whatever means you can. Only by enduring can you overturn your enemies. (laughs) In solitude, you can understand and harness your full member. Parts are like snowflakes. Everyone is unique. (laughs) That's a show title. <laughs> <laughs> After I said it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a show title. Mm-hmm. What would you guys like to do? So there's just another door then? There's just another door. Big ass ice door. I like to investigate the room. Yeah, okay. I would search the room as well. Uh, there is very little in the room. I don't even need you to make a roll. It's an icy room. You can see all the corners. There's nothing tucked away or snow stacked anywhere. Um, I would push on the tablets just to see, like, if they move or. I need a strength check about from them. you. What's up? I need a strength. I need a strength check from you as you push on the tablet. I'm good at these. Can I uh, see what uh, what Valine is doing? Can I uh, either? <laughs> I'm good at these. That one. <laughs> nope, I got a two minus one. Two minus one. There oh, is a little bit lower. <laughs> you could go lower. It could have been a zero. It could have been a zero. You push on the tablet, it doesn't budge at all. Uh, what were you looking for? I'm going to kind of uh, insight check Valine and just see what she looks like. If she looks intent or if she looks... Um... She looks very intent. In fact, she looks very focused and um, kind it's of nine, determined. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's... Like she's not getting distracted by our anti- well, by Doc's no, antics. Like no, she... It's very, it's almost the same intensity you can read in her that you heard in Nasa's voice. That she, she, without a, without really trying to hide it, she understands she's getting close. Door? Yeah. All right. Uh, do we think anybody didn't pass any of the te- any individual tests or do we think that we survived and that's good enough what do you think guys I'm assuming that we wouldn't have been able to get in if we wouldn't have passed because I think we just needed one of us to pass correct so uh, we're good if the okay. door looks open we walk through it All right. door, door doesn't seem to be like locked or anything but you need to push it open so you need that strength check to push it open I will push I'll use my strength. As you say, you can assist Doc. Probably would be the best idea. <laughs> Maybe I would also push on. Uh, somebody else can do. I 
got an eight. Oh, assist, Doc. Go ahead and okay. have advantage, Doc. <laughs> All right, here's the second one. 16. Yeah, pushing on the door. It's just, it's not going. It doesn't seem to be moving. All right. Aranon, you seem to be the best, the brightest, and the strongest. Can you get this door open? Well, I am the As best he's adventurer. he's chuckling under his breath. <laughs> Aranon, you're the best. <laughs> and the smartest. <laughs> and the strongest. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, an advantage or not? Uh, sure, yeah. If it's a DC 20, you don't have, uh, you can even get it. Yeah, you can't actually even get the door open. <laughs> I know how you're, I remember how you were getting oh, yeah, that's right. before. I did get a yeah. nat 20 for a 19. <laughs> I'll push on his back when he's doing I, that. I will, I will say that because it was a nat 20 for a 19 and the other two were pushing at the door a little bit, that swings open on this. It shifts enough that all three of you kind of lean a shoulder into it. You push the thing open. I will throw my hands up in the air and say, see, all you need Krixus. is the best adventure in the world. Crixus believes. I mean, this, <laughs> this is just, this, it can't be a coincidence any longer. <laughs> Doc Whatever's whispers, happening is divine. Doc whispers to uh, uh, um, Crixus that uh, uh, something along the lines of the uh, jam analogy we were doing before, like, yeah, we loosened the jar for him. and yet he keeps coming through something is special about that boy (laughs) the other side of the door you step into this domed chamber in the ceiling there is engraved a giant snowflake there are two caryatids depicting a towering woman standing on either side of the another door, yet another door in the south wall. And in the middle of the room is a five-foot-tall claw-shaped lectern with a white-covered book resting on it. And in your head, Doc, you hear a voice say, That's it. That's the codicle. Grab it. I will do that. I, I will attempt to, to make, do that. Yep, a, a dexterity or athletic, a, um, acrobatics or athletics role contested by Valine because she's going to go after it at the same time. I'm going to yell out, wait, let me check to see if it's trapped. All right, 17 plus 5 is 22. She does not in a bad way either way. Uh, Valine does not wait. Do you wait, Doc? No. Okay, so you run right to it. Doc runs right over to it. He grabs it. He beats Valine to it, and you hold it. And the second you hold it, you hear Nas's voice in your head say, Thank you. And then it's silent. And you have the book, and Valine dove for it, and she's laying on the ground. And she kind of gets up and dusts herself off. Uh There's a spell in there. Spell in there that I could use. Does it get us home? Does it get us home faster? No, actually it would not. Um, But it would be helpful where we're going. Where are we going? Mind if I hang on to it for a while? If you allow me to transcribe the spell out of it, I have no qualms. With you hanging on to it. When we rest... 
I'd like to transcribe the spell into my spellbook. Good enough for now, for Doc. Yathrin, Crixus, Yathrin. City with all the magical items in the ragged glacier. Some there are magical items down there that could help us change the weather and this curse. Good enough for Kirksus. More adventure, I like it. So, what would you like to do? You are now holding the codicle of white, Doc. DM, can I roll insight? I really don't know if Crixus would question Baleen. Sure, yeah, you could roll insight if, if you think if you think he would just straight up believe her. Eighteen. She is telling the truth about the spell. Uh, there is a spell in the book that she absolutely wants. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, Crixus would really be questioning just in his head whether she's in the in- best interest of this quest or if her interest lies elsewhere. Um, with an 18, you think there is something that she's looking for in Yathrin, probably. That's Got what it. you're assuming. Got it. Okay. So our interests may still align. Yeah, they align, but like where where she's talking, she's giving you a a, a reason to go to your Thrin and um, help in what you're attempting to do. Uh, she has other reasons she wants to go to your Thrin. There's all the magical items down there. I mean, you actually with an 18, you're getting an idea. It's kind of a um, a status thing among the Arcane Brotherhood. That if she were able to uncover this and bring some of these items back, that that would vastly improve her standing with them. Okay. Awesome. She seems less concerned about the curse. It's an it's an in, it's a inconvenience to her, but she knows that hey, you guys are looking for a way to end this. Probably <laughs> isn't your thrin. so I can get these adventurers to come along with me, and they'll so. Hey, what would you like to do? You're holding the codicle. Here's a side question. Oh. How does how in theory, how do you get rid of madness? Like how does that go away? <laughs> mm, the rest there's restoration spells that may do it. You got to have someone magically mess with your mind, basically. Okay. <laughs> to get rid of it. Approximately uh, one year of psychiatry. <laughs> um, or six really months in our conversation with Aranon's mother. I mean, to I will deep seated issues. <laughs> I will give you, Tom, the um, if I can spell indefinite. Definite. <laughs> Jesus. Indefecate. Yeah. Is that a thing? Crying a lot. The um, reverse of what usually happens. I will, I will give you, you the player what you actually need um, to, to cure it, just so you're aware. 
Okay. Um, a character afflicted with indefinite madness gains a new character flaw from the table, and it lasts until cured. Indefinite madness can be... Curing madness. A common motion spells can suppress effects of madness. Um, lesser restoration can get rid of short-term... Uh, remove cursor to spell good and evil may be effective, possibly. Uh, greater restoration or a more powerful spell is required for indefinite madness. So someone's gonna have to magically mess with your mind. There may be something that you find in Yathril, Yathrin, that could straighten you out. Who knows? Or you could just be the best, the brightest, the fastest, the smartest for the rest of your days. Yeah, yep. I mean that's and that's something I'm not aware of, right? Because everybody. Yeah, knows what yeah. Aaron yeah. is not aware of how this. Aaron's not even really truly aware that he has a madness right now. He's starting to think Doc may because he's laughing at everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Crixus thinks Doc lost his freaking mind ever yeah. since he grabbed that axe. That oh, this yeah. is just another piece of it. Like just another piece of it that's gone. <laughs> snapped. Yeah. Doc's mind is in pieces. It's a puzzle. Yeah. So, so you have a cup of, of white in your hand. You have a door. Beyond. I would like to investigate this room a little bit more before we proceed. Okay. Are we in G22 or 23? You are in G22. Okay. There's a door beyond that leads into G23. (laughs) Man, we ain't found shit. You got your hair pick out there. You're dragging it through the ice. You didn't find anything in this room. (laughs) I would also also search the room as well. Alright. Um... Doc's going to always be uh, facing Valine, but he's going to just kind of look at the book and maybe like just flip open the cover and see if there's any stuff. But he doesn't know a lot about magic, so he's really not. He's more doing it as a, a display than an actual research. All right. Um, 17 investigation. 17 investigation. Um, yeah, looking around the room, there isn't, there isn't a lot here. Uh, there is um, there is a like fog just just a, well the slight fog on the floor all over but you don't find anything in that fog um, there seems to be a little bit of like snow slash ice shavings by the new door the door beyond that you would go through I would go and investigate that then just going the picking it up. There's there's a couple of small chunks of ice. Um, one has a very irregular look to the side of it, like it like it's like an ice shaving on two sides, like it snapped off. But the one surface looks very unnatural for ice. How ice would freeze, or be, or break. Make a make a um, make an intelligence check. <clears throat> Doc would probably stow the book while they were investigating. In I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you about the book for a minute. Okay. Jeff. Twelve. Sure. Twelve. Uh, looking at it, there, it almost looks like the one surface of it is almost like not burlap, but uh, um, like what a sail would be made out of, or what the out, outer surface of your coat is made out like of. Like can like a canvas. Yes, canvas. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't. 
brain was not working. It's early. Um, yeah, it's got like a canvas surface to it, it looks like. But it's ice. I would show it to Crixus. Like, do, does this look familiar to you? Do you know what this is? It's Have very you seen clearly this before? a chunk of ice. One surface is, is irregular and looks like canvas. Like the surface of it looks like the texture of canvas. Hmm. Right, I can't gonna... bring any value there. Yeah, I'm gonna For shrug sure. and. Yeah, and I think your checks are still supposed to be a disadvantage, but a three, I don't think you're gonna. Yeah, I rolled at disadvantage. Yep. Okay. Is it automatically doing that? No, or, I selected oh. it. Um, opening the book. Uh, the title, um, there's a poem. You open that first page and it says Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And, the, and there's, a, there's a large poem in there. Um, and as you, as you kind of glance at it, Valine kind of peeks over your shoulder and says, that's it, that is that is the poem, that is the incantation to unlock the secrets of Oral that will open the Regged Glacier for us. That will allow us to travel to Yathrin. That poem. Mm. Can you flip to the back of the book? I just want to make sure that the spell is there. There once It'll was a maiden from Yathrin. <laughs> do you do you flip to the back of the book for her? She's not touching at all. She's got her hands behind uh, her back. She's just looking. Can I insight check if she seems devious about it? Mm -hmm. Oh, you absolutely. I'm can. still I'm still on this. Who wore nothing but a grin? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. It's there's, five. Yeah, there's. You're like yeah, sure. Here, sure. Yeah, <laughs> flip to the back and she's there. It is. That's the spell I need to copy at some point. It's it's fine. And you're looking at it and scrawled in a elegant hand at the top of the page it says Frost Fingers. Mm. Um, and she actually explains to you that that will allow me to cast ice from my hands um, and blast people with freezing cold. And I, I can mm. amplify its effects as well. And she seems kind of excited by this. Mm. But I'll put it away. Him. Keep it safe. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that excited. Not that I'll, excited. I'll stash it next to the orb, and while I'm packing it in there, I'll tell the orb, see, we got the book for you. And then That's I'll good. We have shut the, the pack. That's excellent. We can get in the moon. <laughs> As you close the pack back up. You start laughing because you close the cover on him. Yeah. And then I'll open it again and then close it. And then open again and close it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Should we take one more rest and let her transcribe things before we enter the last door? Or would we just go on right again? I would say we go right there... in and make sure there's nothing on the other side of that door. To... Well, it's just the interesting part. We got what we came for. Everything else is... But adventure, Doc. We need adventure. <clears throat> I'm going to go and push oh. on the door. How are you going to leave one room of a castle unsearched? 
Oh, you have all. You have we two more floors too. That you never went. You never went upstairs either. So <laughs> if, if we go upstairs, your left. All if right. we go upstairs, how are you gonna like? You're not gonna wonder what's in this room. It's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. And all right. Or somebody's gonna die. It's not gonna haunt Doc. It's gonna haunt Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when we're all said and done, Jeff will go back and go, "What the hell is in that room?" And he'll be peeling through the adventure. <laughs> All right. Is that, how does the door look? Same as all the other Same doors. Same as all the other doors. Go ahead. Give her. Give her a good shove. I can assist, but yep. I'm still rolling at disadvantage. So. No, that's a good time to assist then, because it yeah. helps me. I was not that. Good all right, this here time. they go. That's a total of sixteen with advantage. Aaron, I shoved on it for an eight. You shoved on it. For 16. It didn't budge. Need a crowbar or something. <clears throat> I'll dock you laughing. Remember, I have a you, crowbar. You, you, you took your axe to a couple things. You have a crowbar? You get a crowbar out? Do you have yep. the crowbar? Yeah, I, you I, I do have, I have a crowbar. In the yeah, I was going to say, track. I should have. Yeah, so I'm going yeah, well, uh, uh, I think you used it somewhere. I remember right. you using your crowbar before, and I'm not sure you were able to keep it through what happened. I don't remember what it was exactly, but I think you lost it. I mean, Crixus also has a crowbar, okay. and this is what Crixus is going to do. He realizes he's a little too tired for that, but he can cast spells. So he's okay. going to cast... Um, I'm sorry, I had it a second ago. He is going to I don't know that go spell. ahead and cast Enhance Ability... Okay. Ooh. And Bull's strength on Ooh. Aranon because he believes in Aranon. <laughs> Take inspiration for so, casting it on Aranon. Yeah. So Aranon has bull strength, so he has advantage on strength checks, and he's going to give Aranon the crowbar and say, Have at it, young man. All right. Uh, let me do this in my. Okay. Yep. I got, I got it. All right. You have advantage, Aranon. So you have advantage and disadvantage at the same time. Does he have disadvantage Cause, still? Because he's still uh, exhausted. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah so you're at an even roll. So you're still straight exhausted. Roll. So it I'm... becomes a straight roll, but you have a crowbar. So. So is that a, so? What would a crowbar so, do? I, I have. It, it's done something. I'll just tell you that it made it easier for yeah. you. Fourteen. You don't have to roll higher than a. 14. You got the you jam the crowbar in there and you're pulling it you're kind of pulling it and the door's not moving. All right. Well, he's like holding onto the crowbar and it's not going. Uh Doc's going to kind of like body slam him sideways in a way that would hopefully wedge the door open. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't care if he gets hurt. Uh <laughs> you're going to laugh. I'm going to I'm going to just is that just a strength? Strength room. Yeah, uh, it's just a twelve. Just the twelve. So you you run up and you kind of boom, slide and slam Crixus and or not Crixus, uh, Aranon into the door itself. Um, roll a d6 for me because we're just gonna call this one d6 falling damage, <laughs> basically. We'll be bludgeoning as you slide into. Aranon. It's a one. You take one point of bludgeoning damage, Aranon is. Doc comes and he's laughing the entire time. He slid, ran right into you. He just starts laughing. He goes, "Oh, that didn't work." 
I'm going to turn around and I'm going to punch uh, Doc in the face. Okay, go ahead and unarmed strike. I'll present face. He doesn't even have to roll. Okay. <laughs> roll, the roll the damage. damage. Yeah. Roll the damage of an unarmed strike. Six. Oh, Ooh. that's right. He's a monk. <laughs> oh, <ow. laughs> Doc is stunned probably for a second, but then you probably think it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice shot, Aranon. That one, I felt that one. Next time it's going to the nuts. Oh, uh, Crixus uh, tells Doc, any way your walrus buddy can get in here and help us out? Knock this door in? Uh, do I think you fit? Uh... Through, ten, through ten, ten. multiple doors and tab, uh, ice tablets, and he'd have a hard time getting a running start. He'd be able to get squeeze his way in there, but there's nowhere he would get a running start from. Really. All right. Uh, I mean, I can attack the door if you guys want. You remember that working well for you before? All right. I'll try it. I mean... Crixus will take some hacks at it too. That might as well. If our plan sure. is to right. well, I missed attack in well, the door. I, I don't know what a door's AC is, but I rolled an eight. You hit it. It's not hard to hit a stationary object. Good. I'd also take a swing. Oh wow! Twelve on a D twelve plus three is fifteen damage on the first hit. All right, and Crixus hits <laughs> seven to hit. Do, do I get sneak yep, attack since it, the door is engaged? No. <laughs> <laughs> the door, the, in order to get sneak attack, the door needs to be sentient and aware. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> yeah. Seven yeah, we damage, have, we 26 have to... damage. What was your damage, Aaron? On? Eight. Eight damage. Seven, eight, 15, 26, 41. All right. It's worth a try. You, you want to try the door again? Yeah. It's, it's taking some damage. There's ice kind of all over the place now. Yeah, Aaron, on, just give it the boot. Just kick it. One. Aaron kicks out the door and it, ah, he kind of slips and falls backwards. All right. I have more damage with the hand axe. All right. Are you trying the door now, Doc? I'll, I'll, I'll give her a go. Give her a push. And it's, of course, right behind the little thing. Oh, nice. Uh, five plus two is seven. Yeah, it's, that's, this door does not seem to be budging. <laughs> I don't know like why they put doors in D&D Adventures. Nope. Kind of <laughs> chunking. Yeah. I hit it for seven damage to it. Seven damage. It's really kind of you got. You've taken a large chunk of the ice out of this door. It seems like it should open. I'm gonna like, give Doc really... the crowbar. Okay, Doc, you got the crowbar. Because <sighs> right. you're just wailing on this door, just trying to trying to break through. Come on. <laughs> what is wrong with you? The crowbar in there, and you're pulling on it. Suddenly, you guys hear from the end. You go, everything okay in there? You guys sound like you're you're, you're beating up the building. <laughs> you look back through the three sets of doors, and the Wallers has got his head in the one door. He's like, "All right, how's it going?" I would, I would like to because I'm frustrated and because I think it's funny, and I just rolled a natural one for that last strength check. I'm gonna throw the crowbar at the Walrus, and I know he's probably too far away, but I'm gonna throw it at him anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> frustration because you can't get the door open. You pulled it; it snapped out, kind of shuddered, you hit yourself in the side with it. You take it, dang it! No! <laughs> Throw it, it swings around and ends up hitting him right in the lower chest as it's 
scrolls across the ice. Boom. Probably hurt his feelings more than anything. I swung at the door again. I got 11. That damage. Hits. Okay. Well, don't break too much in there. I'm supposed to be guarding this, you know. <laughs> he kind of pulls his head away and walks. Crixus is going to just try to open the door now. Okay, Crixus, go ahead and make your strength athletics check to open the door. 13 at disadvantages. Pushes right open <laughs> at this point. Mm -hmm. Kind of slides freely. You, ne you needed, at this point, you needed a 10 <laughs> to get it. And you guys could Your last two rolls, Doc, you uh, needed a 10. And you Doc, was, Doc was probably just laughing so hard he couldn't get a good grip or a good angle. Like, well, how can a door stop us? We're TBD. So you open this door, and you're, at this point, used to all the ice chunks that are on your side of the floor because you're breaking the door, but there's ice chunks all over the floor in this next room. Um, some of them sticking up out of the fog as it kind of settles can, in. Can I look up and see if there's, like, icicles or something hanging, like... Nope, there's no icicles. The, the, it is a very smooth ceiling. Does anyone step in? Well, yeah, I would go. I, as soon as the door is open, I'd walk in. You step in, Aranon, and a voice in your head just inquires to you, Will you court death to receive my blessing? is an icy voice, a feminine voice. Without hesitating, uh, I would I would say I gladly accept your challenge in the name of adventure. I need a constitution saving throw from you, Aranon. Oh, and that's at disadvantage too, isn't it? No, you made it down to not that, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just your speed is halved and this and yeah. ability checks. Oh, this is a saving throw. So, <sighs> oh, sixteen, almost a nat twenty. It rolled right off the the twenty. So, Aranon, you hear Aranon say what he said, you guys, and Aranon, you're standing there, and you say it, and you kind of strike your very arrogant, strong pose. And you can't move from that pose. Doc and Crixus, you watch as Aranon strikes a pose and stands there. And slowly, and I say slowly, but over the course of three seconds, turns to ice. Hmm. I think we'll stop right there. It's a little early, but that is a great place to stop. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so Aaron yeah. just turned to ice. Um, great. <clears throat> Actually, I'll go. I'll go one further. You guys see Aaron turn to ice, and you walk in, and you look at the ice on the floor, the shards of ice on the floor, and you notice that it is what seems to be the remains of three humanoid ice sculptures. Hmm. Like they were shattered. Like they were shattered. Like, someone was turned to ice in there, possibly, and shattered. Mm. Oh, boy. <sighs> Time to prepare and my second character. And then we look character. back at Erna. <laughs> you got what? I said, time to prepare my second character. 
No, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you had a good way to. I mean, that's one way to get rid of two curses. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's well, great. This seems like a very serious situation, so I find it even funnier. Oh, yeah. yeah doc, that we, we, it fades to black on Doc. It's Aranon's face frozen in ice. You see the body, it like camera down to the shattered body parts, and then panning up his feet, this whole ice sculpture. And as the camera's panning up, you hear Doc's laughter, and it gets to Aaron's face, and then it just fades to black as Doc is still laughing hysterically. Ooh, I like I like to see that image where you can see through him as an ice sculpture, and so Doc is distorted behind, just kind of rolling, <laughs> just <and> laughing. laughing. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. So damn good. Oh my gosh. Don't worry, I'm the best. I'll get out of this. Nothing can hold me. <laughs> Feels like it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I defeat hey, guys uh, and open doors six, with one hand. Aaron, on if you don't have inspiration, take it for playing into the madness for sure. I, I have it. Answering that question exactly how you would have. Uh, and mm. I wish I could have double inspiration. I feel like I'm going to need it. <laughs> you might not need anything anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, <laughs> I don't have. Uh, I don't think. I mean, you can. Doc um, doesn't, doesn't have any ideas. You apply the condition to Aranon. Aranon, apply the condition petrified. All right, because that's what it is. But you're ice instead of stone. I'm a pet I'm an uh, exhausted petrified frozen me. Hey, but on the bright side, while you're petrified, you might get a long rest. You cease aging too, so you'll stay in this age forever if they don't fix you. Um you're incapacitated, you can't move or speak, and you are unaware of your surroundings. Attack rolls against you have advantage. You automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. I was doing that um, anyways. <laughs> You have resistance to all damage, which is nice. Um, you're immune to poison and disease. Uh, <laughs> As that's, and that's it. That's where you're at right now. So, I'll find a way to unpetrify you. Awesome. Your Tanuki suit, Mario. All right. Thanks, everybody, for popping in. <laughs> it was. Quite, this is some good storytelling today. Some quite the adventure. Uh, do, 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 click on that. All right. So we are going to be doing show titles. So if you're in the chat, click on the link. Go to uh, showbot.tv. Uh, Timeimnorm.showbot.tv. We'll be doing titles after the closing. So go ahead and click on that and uh, vote on some titles now while you're here. Uh, otherwise... Thank you for popping in. We are Two Nerds, One Quest. We are here every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. And I'm glad that everybody turned their clocks to where they should be. <laughs> um, you can follow us. Uh, actually, go to bit.ly slash Discord to find all of our links. That's Twitter, Patreon, all that fun stuff. Um, Patreon.com slash Two Nerds One Quest if you want to support us. Uh, support us by telling others and giving us reviews and ratings wherever you get your podcast from for the podcast listeners. If you have a podcast app and don't get the podcast, go ahead and get it and give us a review. 
uh, join us twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. That is where we do the show. So for uh, Mr. Lazy Dragon, for Crixus in Florida, and for the DMJC, book it next time. Just don't throw it at Aaron on. He can't catch anything right now.